Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Drilling down to the essence of your story is a great way to avoid bogging it down with unnecessary digressions, extraneous scenes, characters, etc. It makes the first draft so much easier to write and so much easier to revise. And ultimately, it makes it a great read. Writer Unleashed is for you a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach. And each week, we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. One of the requirements of getting my MFA was to write a full-length book. And when I was working with Diane Leffer on my short story collection, she had me write a brief summary of what each story was about, along with the manuscript. So the idea was that she'd read the story first, she'd make her notes in the margins, and then she'd look at my summary for that story to see if my ideas aligned with what she had just read. And she'd incorporate that into her written feedback letter. So she discussed whether or not my thoughts and intentions about the story were actually coming across on the page. But more important, writing a brief summary of each story helped me get more clarity on who the story was about, the challenges my main character was facing, and why it all mattered. It wasn't enough to have all of this floating around in my head. It helped me to really think it through on paper. So I found this to be the most effective way to not only get clarity on the story I was trying to tell, but to write future stories. So it helps me stay on track no matter what I write. So one of the things that many writers struggle with is focus. I struggle with focus. I have too many ideas competing for attention. So I'm often throwing too much into the pot and I have to keep reining my ideas in so I can write an effective, cohesive, engaging narrative. The bottom line, if you can sum up your story in a clear, focused few sentences, you can write a clear and focused story. This works for short stories, novels, and memoir. It's really useful 
if you have a work in progress and you're having trouble knowing where to take your story next, it's a great way to take an idea from its nebulous beginnings to a solid finished draft. Drilling down to the essence of your story is a great way to avoid bogging it down with unnecessary digressions, extraneous scenes, characters, etc. It makes the first draft so much easier to write and so much easier to revise. And ultimately, it makes it a great read. So in today's episode, I want to invite you to do a little exercise in nailing down your story idea. So you're going to be reducing your story concept down to three sentences as clearly and succinctly as you can. Now, this is not as easy as it sounds because drilling your story down to a few sentences takes time and thought and more than a few tries but it's worth it because it helps you clarify what kind of story you're writing, who it's about, what's at stake, and what enlightenment the reader can expect to walk away with at the end. Now, in your story summary, you're not going to get into the details or the story's climax or its resolution. You may not even know yet how your story is going to end, and that's okay because the writing itself will give you all the answers and details you need. You're not going to get into other character arcs. You're going to focus on your protagonist. It's his or her story after all. So the purpose of this is not to provide an outline, it's to clarify your core story idea. But this three-sentence summary can lead to an outline. You can use it as a starting point. That's not what we're going to do here today, but I will show you how you can start building your story events from the summary. And by the way, I have a great companion worksheet to this exercise if you want to expand on this summary. It's a free three-act worksheet. You can download it by going to nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. I'll link in the show notes. But you want to think of your three-sentence summary as a story pitch to an agent or publisher or the blurb on the back cover of a book. So many books give a brief snapshot of the story on the back cover. So we know who the story is about, what happens that spins this person's life in an unexpected and unwanted direction, and what kind of payoff we can expect by the end. Now, we're going to structure this a little differently than what you see on the back cover, but I want you to start looking at those back cover summaries to see how they distill the book in a few sentences. So it gives a potential reader enough to know if it's the kind of story they want to read. But more to the point, summarizing your story idea in three sentences helps you get clear on what kind of story you're writing. It helps you get your arms around who it's about, the significant situation that yanks this person out of the life they've become accustomed to, 
the consequences and challenges that follow and what those challenges will reveal to your protagonist. Here's an example from the film City Island starring Andy Garcia and Juliana Margulies. Vince Rizzo is a family man working as a prison corrections officer by day and secretly pursuing an acting career by night when he learns that an inmate, Tony, is his 24-year-old love child from a past relationship. When Tony is freed from prison, Vince takes the ex-con home to stay with his family, but neglects to tell them that Tony is the son he fathered before he met Joyce, and this leads to a series of misunderstandings. A perfect storm of deception and half-truths make Vince and his family members realize that the truth may not set them free, but it is easier to keep track of than all their well-intentioned lies. So three sentences. First sentence, we know who it's about. We know where he is in his life when we meet him. And we know what happens that disrupts life as he knows it. Second sentence, we have an idea of the complications and consequences that ensue. And third sentence, we know what the payoff is at the end. So let's break it down sentence by sentence. Your first sentence, this captures the beginning of your story. It's basically your act one. So you want to picture your protagonist living his life and then something happens that changes life as he knows it. It pulls him out of the life he's been accustomed to and sets him on a journey he never wanted to take. So where is your protagonist at the beginning of your story? And what's the moment of then that changes everything? Vince Rizzo is a family man working as a prison corrections officer by day and secretly pursuing an acting career by night when he learns that an inmate, Tony, is his 24-year-old love child from a past relationship. So this tells us who your story is about, what happens that yanks him out of his life as he knows it and sends him on a journey he never saw coming. So think about your own life experiences. You know, we all have these moments of then. So you're going on about your life and then something happens that throws you off course. It might be an illness. It could be that you're forced to move out of the house you've lived in for 20 years. It could be some kind of trauma, but it's outside of our control. Now, for my memoir writers, sometimes the significant situation isn't necessarily what you lead with because the memoir is retrospective. So it's an attempt to make sense of and ultimately transcend that earlier trauma. So you have the older, wiser voice of experience looking back on the younger voice of innocence, but there's still that moment of then, that significant situation where things forever changed. So if I'm summarizing Lucy Greeley's memoir, Autobiography of a Face, I might write that first sentence like this. At age nine, Lucy Greeley was diagnosed with a potentially 
terminal cancer that resulted in a third of her jaw being removed. Now, she doesn't lead with that in the memoir, but it is the significant moment that changed everything and sent her life in a trajectory she never wanted to take. So it's a subtle difference, but these three sentences can still help you focus your story. Because things are going along fine, and then we come to that moment of then when life takes an unexpected turn and will never be the same. So your first sentence, who your story is about, and where she is in her life when we meet her, and what happens beyond her control that shakes her life up in a big way. So in our Vince example, there's a lot packed into that first sentence. We have competing desires. He wants to leave his prison guard job and fulfill his dream of becoming an actor, but he also wants to make up for lost time with his long lost son, who's an inmate at that prison. But there's still room for invention and situation. So how does Vince learn that Tony's his long lost son? And what is he doing to pursue acting? Remember, he's pursuing this in secret, so he tells his wife he's playing poker while he's really taking acting classes. She suspects he's having an affair and confronts him, but he'd rather her believe he's having an affair than admit to his desire to be an actor. Now, none of these details will be in your summary, but you can see how that first sentence can help you shape your scenes and events. So who is your story about and what incident yanks him out of the life he's used to and takes him on a journey he never wanted to take? You want to think of who this person is and where he or she is when the story opens. Not just externally, but think where this person is emotionally and spiritually. What does this person want and what happens that throws him off course? So sentence number one, very important. Who is the story about and what happens beyond his control that shakes his life up in a major way? Second sentence. Your second sentence still focuses on your protagonist, but it captures the body of your story. It's basically a summary of your second act. It's the fallout that results from sentence one. Again, you don't need a lot of detail here. Most details will be worked out as you write the story. So the second sentence is where your protagonist encounters challenges. For this sentence, you just need a general idea of the challenges you're thinking of putting in your character's way and the experiences and effects those challenges are going to have on him. So what are the costs? Think of human costs, costs in relationships, costs in identity, costs in self-esteem. Think of spiritual or emotional gains. For every cost, there's a gain. Now, this sentence is not an easy one to write because you have to say a lot without a lot of detail. It takes time to crystallize the body of your story in one sentence. So take your time and try different things. This is the heart and soul of your story. It's the consequences that arise from what you set up in sentence one. For example, from our Vince summary, when Tony is freed from prison, 
Vince suggests the ex-convict move in with his wife, Joyce, and their children, but because he neglects to tell his family that Tony is the son he fathered before he met Joyce, this leads to a series of misunderstandings. Now, we're being general here, but how might you run with this when building out story events and scenes? What kind of misunderstandings ensue? I mean, you can have a lot of fun with this. Let's suppose Joyce, thinking her husband is having an affair when he's really in acting class every week, starts spending time with Tony. Maybe she confides in Tony at night while Vince is out presumably playing poker. Maybe she starts feeling attracted to Tony and makes a pass at him. So your second sentence, it's a general idea of the challenges you're thinking of putting in your character's way just to complicate life for him more and the experiences and effects those challenges are going to have on him. And now the third sentence. This speaks to the resolution, which is the point of your story. It's what made all the complications and all the obstacles and pain your protagonist went through worth it. It's what makes your concept universal. It's what the challenge reveals to your protagonist. So back to Vince. A perfect storm of deception and half-truths make Vince and his family members realize that the truth may not set them free, but it is easier to keep track of than all their well-intentioned lies. Again, we're not going into detail here, but how might we build on this to serve the story? What's the turning point? What if Vince's teenage daughter and Tony had an affair? So your third sentence speaks to the resolution and what your protagonist is ultimately forced to learn. So work on this and go over your three-sentence summary a few times or more, Work on it until it feels aligned with your feelings about your story. What does your protagonist's journey mean to you? What is it about your story that you want to communicate? What is it about human nature you want to convey? So let's recap. Your three-sentence summary does not need lots of details. It's not an outline, although it can certainly lead to one. All you need to know at this point is the kind of story you want to tell. The writing itself will answer a lot of those questions for you. So your first sentence, who's your story about? Where is he at the beginning? And what happens that changes life as he knows it? Sentence two, this is a general idea of the challenges you're thinking of putting in your character's way and the experiences and effects those challenges are going to have on him. And sentence three, this speaks to the resolution of your story. In other words, what's the payoff for the reader? What's the promise? What enlightenment will your readers walk away with at the end? Now, this three-sentence summary is a concise version of your three-act structure. But you only need to introduce your protagonist, his or her great challenge, and what the challenge reveals to him or her. Now, a great companion to this exercise is my free three-act worksheet. 
where you get to explore your summary in more detail. So go to nancypinuccio.com forward slash act to download yours. nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Totally free. I'll link you up in the show notes. The bottom line, if you can drill your story concept down to a few clear focus sentences, you can write a clear focus story. So work on this, try different approaches, and above all, have fun with it. Writing is all about experimentation and trying different things. So approach this exercise with a sense of serious play. So have fun, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Writer Unleashed. If this episode resonated with you, please go leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Reviews are key to keeping Writer Unleashed on the top of the charts where other writers can find us. I'll see you next week with a brand new episode. In the meantime, join us on our private Facebook group, Writer Unleashed Community. It's totally free to join. And if you want more free resources, plus writing tips, I only share an email. Sign up over at nancypinuccio.com. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Till then, keep writing, and I'll talk to you soon.